0: You know this general idea of prices increasing. Yeah. But obviously, depending on what prices you're measuring, it's going to look it's going to look different.
1: Yeah. So there's actually a little bit more to it, isn't there? Um, what, what about? Yeah. You? So
2: for me, it's it's even more basic than what Grace is talking about. Um, it's what price increases are doing.
1: And welcome to the Five Masters series, where thought leader, social entrepreneur and fair society advocate, Philip Allman, is here with an expert guest to discuss ways in which we can create a freer society. Every episode, we pick a topic. Today's happens to be
0: inflation.
1: And to join us, we have economist Grace Blakely. Hello, Grace. Hello, Philip. Lovely to have you both here. Lovely to be here. Um, Can I start by asking a question? What is inflation? I think this is important because some of us just have a very basic understanding. Certainly for me it is in terms of it's a case of the cost of things going up and that's it. But can we just get
0: into that a little bit to really understand what it is? Sure, I'm happy to to take that one first. Um, so, when we talk about inflation, we're talking about the rate at which prices for an, a representative basket of goods is increasing in the economy. And what that means is that the Bank of England basically collects data on the prices of the things that most people consume and aggregates that into a figure the consumer price inflation index um, and tells us um, the the rate at which prices are increasing across the whole economy. Now, of course, because that is uh, calculated based on this idea of a representative basket of goods, it's supposed to reflect the increase in prices that are affecting people in terms of their disposable incomes. Um, uh, So, yeah, you know, it's it's the consumer price index. It's really about, about those sorts of prices. It's not saying, you know, all prices across the whole economy, the rate at which they're all going up. Um, So when you have the CPI, you have the CPI that can be with housing costs or without housing costs. Um, So that's another important factor to take into account. One thing that it doesn't really measure, um, and I'm sure we'll get into this, is the rate at which asset prices are increasing across the whole economy. So there's another thing to consider there, which is consumer price inflation is one thing. Asset price inflation is another thing. Um, and that's you know the rate at which uh, housing um, you know financial assets those sorts of things are increasing, um, and at times you can have low rates of consumer price inflation and high rates of asset price inflation and vice versa. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of worth considering what we really mean when we talk about inflation, um, which is, you know, this general idea of prices increasing, yeah. but obviously, depending on what prices you're measuring, it's going to look
1: different. Yeah. So, there's actually a little bit more to it, isn't there? Um, what, what about Yeah. You? So,
2: for me, it's, it's even more basic than what Grace is talking about. Um, it's what price increases are doing in terms of extracting money from people that need to put food on the table. That's what it's about. Fundamentally, um, if prices increase, you can't buy the food that you need if those prices uh, rise too much. You could talk about asset prices as well, but in general, I think the purpose of measuring inflation is to ensure that people are not exploited. I think it's a much broader concept. And Fundamentally, um, I think uh, I would prefer to use the word extraction than inflation. It's the word I, I tend to use. Um, it's funny, it, it, in my biblical studies, um, the words um, for, for extraction is actually the same word as the word for inflation and it's the same word for the word for interest rates. Or Whether it's an interest rate increase or it's a price increase, it's taking money out of um, the hands of people that need to, uh, to, to, to feed their children. To, to And I think that's what it's about. And we've lost connection with that. And so the idea is to measure, to make sure that, that people um, are able to provide for, for, their, for, for their needs and for the needs of their dependents. Um, and I don't think it's working at all. I think that the measures that we use are ridiculously complicated. You talked about how it's measured. There's so many different measures. Does the layperson, re- Grace, really understand what is being measured and how it works? Do you think it, it means anything to the, the layperson?
0: I don't think that the average person does really have an intimate understanding of what inflation is. Why would they? Because in fact, a lot of people actually in the media don't have a good understanding of what inflation is. There's been a lot of, um, I think there was an article I can't, a, a while ago that I saw circulating on Twitter that said something like inflation has gone down you're going to see prices fall. And of course that's not true because inflation is the rate of the increase in prices. So when inflation starts to fall, it means prices are still rising but at a, a lower rate. Right. So if inflation was at 3%, it means prices are rising at 3%, you know, year on year. If it goes under 1%, it means prices are rising 1% year on year. Um so yeah, you know, prices don't fall unless you get deflation, which is uh, a a very different thing and something that economists worry about, you know, perhaps not just as much, but in certain time periods have worried about just as much as inflation. Um, so yeah, the other thing to point out as well, based on, on what you were just saying, is that you shouldn't look as in, at inflation as an isolated variable. So when central banks become obsessed with the idea of tackling inflation and they don't think about inflation in the wider economic context, it can be damaging because of course you need to be looking at inflation relative to things like wage rises, for example. Um, if you have um you know, inflation rising a lot quicker than wages, then you're eroding people's purchasing power, basically. You're they're basically having a pay cut in real terms. Um, so that's a big problem. And again, you know, it depends upon things like bargaining power in the economy. Do unions have the capacity to go to employers on behalf of workers and say, we want a wage increase in line with inflation? Or as the case may be, as we're seeing today, do they not? And then you see those wages getting eroded.
1: Yeah. I mean, we actually need inflation? And I think I know where you're coming
0: from, Philip. But
1: it it does beg the question, because it was always about prices rising. Well, does it work? Do we need it?
2: Well, I'm strongly of the opinion that prices shouldn't rise. Uh, Take, for example, crazy increase in energy prices that happened, when was it, a year and uh, and a half ago, on the back of uh, the Ukraine war, uh, where companies, were massively inflated prices because the market allowed them to do it, um, and they did. There were no changes of costs, so these energy companies had massive windfalls, and poor people couldn't feed their kids. Now that, to me, simply says the market does not work, and and this myth that we have that leave it to the market, um, and the market will get it right. I just don't think it works. So. I, I, I think you're completely right. In the world that, that I think we should live in, I, th- I think inflation should be zero. I think, but it, but it needs to be measured, because what it's not, you see, the, the, we have to hold our, our leaders to account. But if no one understands the measure, the layman can't hold leadership to account, therefore you haven't really got a democracy that's working, because if the, the, the average uh, member of the public doesn't understand how inflation is measured, no. And, and therefore, they can't vote because they don't really understand. All they know is they go to the shops and so, I'm sure if you ask the average person, how, how much do you think your food bill has increased?
1: Absolutely. And it's, you it's look at the basket numbers. and you think, what well, it's mean, more what, than it was last week. What do you think the number week? is
2: based on your food bill? What, what, what would you guess in the last year? What do you think it's increased by? What's as a percentage of what you're well, saying? I don't know.
1: I, I, it feels like it's gone up 25, 30% more, I would say. That's what it feels like to me.
2: That's what my wife tells me as well.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: No, a lot of people, I'm tense. I don't know what you're, you're, you're sensing. It's something of that order. Milk has gone up by crazy amounts.
1: Stupid things. Fish as well recently. I was talking about this with my mum and she's I can't believe the price on the counter. The fish has gone ridiculous. And it seems if every week there's some, some product that just goes ridiculously high or butter or whatever it is. So that means
2: there's a lack of trust because the people like you or the layman sees that their actual bills are going up by 25%, And then you see these figures being thrown around by the the politicians. No, no, it's the target of 2% and it's actually 7%. They're not in the real world.
1: Well, listen, guys, we are out of time, but thank you very much, because it's certainly been a really interesting discussion. So thank you very much for your time. And I'm sure the conversation will continue in the comments as well. And remember that if you are enjoying the uh, Five Masters series, then please do subscribe, because there's going to be a lot more very informative, and interesting discussions to come, and there already have been. Thank you so much once again to Grace and also to Philip, of course, and hopefully we'll see you next time here on the Five Masters series.